Psalms chapter 90 verse 12. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Have you numbered your days? James chapter 4 verses 13 through 15. Go to now, ye that say, today or tomorrow we will go into such a city, and continue there a year, and buy and sell and get gain, whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor, that appeareth for a little time, and then vanisheth away. For that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. It's important that we number our days. The average life expectancy of an American male born in the year 2004 was 75.2 years, and for the female, 80.4 years, with a both-sex average of 77.8 years. The following chart literally numbers the days, assuming an average lifespan of 78 years. For example, birth to 78 years has 28,490 days, or the number of minutes in 20 days. If you're 15 years of age, from 15 to 78, you have 23,011 days, or the number of minutes in 16 days. 25 to 78 years of age, you have 19,358 days, or the number of minutes in 13 days. If you're 45 years of age, and you live to the age of 78, you have a remaining days of 12,053 days, or the number of minutes in eight days. 65 to 78, 4,748 days, or the number of minutes in three days. If you're 75, you have 1,096 days left, or the number of minutes and three quarters of a day. Brother David penned the word of God found in Psalms chapter 39, verses 1 through 5. To the chief musician, even to Judithan, a psalm of David, I said, I will take heed to my ways, that I sin not with my tongue. I will keep my mouth with a bridle while the wicked is before me. I was dumb with silence. I held my peace even from good, and my sorrow was stirred. My heart was hot within me. While I was musing, the fire burned. Then spake I with my tongue, Lord, make me to know mine end, and the measure of my days what it is, that I may know how frail I am. Behold, thou hast made my days as an handbreadth, and mine age is as nothing before thee. Verily, every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Selah. Brother David has been dead to this world for approximately 3,000 years. Have you numbered your days? Have you considered your end? Would you like to experience the joy, peace, and purpose that knowing Jesus Christ affords? Would you like to become brand new? Would you like your record to be expunged of all guilt and shame? Click on the further with Jesus. Today could be the best day of your life, and tomorrow even better. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man in the likeness of God made he him, male and female created he them and blessed them, and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. Man said, the Bible is simply a compilation of ancient superstitions passed down from generation to generation and finally recorded in a book. Now the record. The following sentences are from an email that God said, man said, received from a sister in Christ who has been struggling with skeptics that have attacked the foundation of her faith. Her email was very lengthy, lengthy excuse me, filled with the vacuous arguments of the skeptics for whom she's seeking answers. 
we will address the first three of the challenges, which will basically settle the other issues also raised. The email excerpt reads, The claim was made that Christianity is just a story taken from many different stories from earlier cultures, religions, etc. Also, it was claimed that Christianity is based largely on the Zodiac. Another argument was that Egyptian history does not include Moses. Furthermore, excuse me, it was claimed that an Egyptian pharaoh began monotheism with Amun-Re, and that from this name we get our present-day Christian term son, the son, and amen. End of quote. Another emailer offered the following. What can you tell me about the supposed connections uh, between uh, Zoroastrianism and Judaism, and thus Christianity? I have recently had a friend propose that Zoroastrianism is the first monotheistic faith and the source by which Judaism was derived. I would like to hear your thoughts on this so I can couple it with my own research and give my friend a reasonable answer, end of quote. Our great-grandfather Adam, the man who God made in his own image, knew God face to face. Until his fall, Adam experienced intimate companionship with the one and only true God, the creator of the universe. He passed this information down to his children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren, etc. Keep in mind that Adam lived 930 years and directly affected potentially millions. His lifespan reflects 15% of this world's entire history. From the beginning of this knowledge of the true God, Satan has been busy clouding men's minds and creating a plethora of false gods. It should be no surprise to believers that some semblance of truth survived. As a biblical matter of fact, Satan's desire is to be like God. Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 through 14. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Close lookalikes and fragmentary similarities are Satan's M.O. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 12-14 through 14. But what I do that I will do, that I may cut off occasion from them which desire occasion, that wherein they glory they may be found even as we. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Similarities that the false gods find in the true God of the Bible are rooted in the first-hand credible knowledge passed down from Adam. Adam literally saw God's glory. Other than Adam and secondarily Eve, there are no other earthlings that could match their first-hand knowledge of God. Yet their substantial but not complete knowledge would have suffered a considerable blow when they rebelled against the commandment of God and were banished from paradise and the presence of their father. In addition, people come to similar conclusions when presented with certain facts. When one sees the glory of creation and the phenomenal intricacies of design and then compares that to the finite nature of his mortality, a rational thought would be, there is somebody bigger than you and I. From this common quandary, a multitude of gods have come. As you probably have deduced, the world, as far as the knowledge of the one and only God was concerned, was in a state of darkness. Idol worship was rampant. The perfect solution to this problem was given by God unto Moses. That solution was the first five books of the Holy Bible. 
by the way, in part two of this answer, we will certainly place Israel and Moses in the land of Egypt. The first five books of the Bible, also known as the Pentateuch, are comprised of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. The creation of the world and the universe, for example, in the book of Genesis, is not a handed-down oral tradition that was finally recorded in a book. Rather, it is a first-hand account given by the Creator Himself. His account is true and righteous altogether. His account is flawless. He clears the smoke on the issue of God, defines His nature, and declares Himself as the Great I Am. All other lookalikes are simply futile, paltry imitations. God, the creator of the universe, dictated to Moses his first-hand account, and Brother Moses faithfully recorded it. The real issue of this debate is whether or not God authored the scriptures and will hold all men accountable to it at a soon-coming judgment day. God said, man said, proudly stands in defense of the holy word of God. Jude chapter 1 verse 3 commands, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. On this website, there are presently 324 subjects that prove the veracity of the word of God. If all the books ever written since the beginning of time were compiled into an unabridged source of the world's aggregate knowledge, this book could not stand in the presence of the inerrant word of the holy God. It is proven historically, archaeologically, scientifically, prophetically, philosophically, rationally, and most important, spiritually, and we certainly are not the only ones who defend it. There is a literal army of men and women standing in defense of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Psalm 68:11, the Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. The scriptures are beyond reproach. For over 6,000 years, Satan has marched the world's brightest carnal minds before the world, arrogantly challenging the word of God. But they have failed time after miserable time. Adam passed down information distorted by the enemy of our souls. God gave Moses the book and set the record very straight. Stay tuned. In the next issue, God willing, we will deal with the rest of the questions. God said, Genesis 5, verses 1 and 2. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. Man said the Bible is simply a compilation of ancient superstitions passed down from generation to generation and finally recorded in a book. Now you have the record.